Thank you. Thank you. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Caning. It's the topical podcast where uh, people completely unqualified to talk about topical subjects, talk about them and make massive factual errors all the way through. Um, this isn't necessarily in newsworthy order, but you've got to bear in mind who's on the panel today, which is three comedians. So this story came top of my list. There's a website called Your Money that talks about trends and what people are, do with their lives, who people marry, statistics like that. And there's this company called Experian that commissioned this survey. It's not sexist. They were just finding out what women are attracted to. It was only, it was only put to women, okay? And disappointingly, girls and feminists, right near the top of the list was wealth and power. Still, post-feminist work, there was only one thing that came above. Wealth and power. Can anyone guess what it is? Honey's in the room. That's right. Humour. I can have... Yeah? Lamborghini or pun? Lamborghini or pun? Lamborghini or pun? How satisfying that there could be some guy in the corner of the room who tried to get in my car and I can just uh, make a pun on the word tapir by taping my ear to my face. Won't you pet my tapir? Right? Oh my God, even though you've got an electronic tag on your leg, you're so witty. What I love about the fact is this does not work the other way round. So pathetically shallow are men. I mean, that survey could have been an, an indictment of women if wealth and power was the top, but it wasn't girls. A personality trait was top. Girls win again. The male survey, can you imagine? She's got a nice personality, has she? Yeah, okay. <laughs> Why is she asking for planning permission before she sits down? Beep, beep, reversing. And uh, similarly, the tragic thing is, ladies, uh, that most men you could go, right, this girl, this girl coming in, there she is, she's absolutely stunning, whatever your idea of stunning is, gentlemen. Oh, there she is. But she is a serial killer with psychopathic personality traits. There is a chance she will die during any sexual encounter. She hates everyone around her and she lives isolated on a hill. I'll tell you what, I'll bang her outside. It's <laughs> <laughs> to be on the safe side. Or maybe it's just a British thing that we would prefer a personality trait over, over something uh, physical. I don't know, girls. I mean, you, go, you, look, at, you look at like a Californian girl, they're, they're, they're talking about men's perfect bodies. And a lot of countries are getting that way now. Go to Sydney in Australia, man must be buff, he must have a six pack. But we live in a country where thankfully the women are slightly suspicious if a man is too good looking. I don't know if there are many, I don't know if there are many other cultures in the world where women go, I did fancy him, but he was a little bit too good looking for me and it made me a bit suspicious. You know, like he really took care of himself, went to the gym. Who's this fat mate with a scar on his face who was always cracking the jokes? And I, I'll take care of you, then I'll fucking leave you. Uh, but uh, so it must have, and we're gonna, I want to break this apart with the panel limit. Maybe it's got some sort of evolutionary benefit. At some point, it must have been beneficial for men and, and women, we would assume, to be funny. They must have been the, cave, the caveman that survived was not the good looking one, but the one that could crack the fucking joke, got the zebra haunch. So that's what we'll be, we'll be talking about that. What else? Uh, so we, we, maybe we will talk about Scottish independence. It's hosting up. We debated it a number of times on the podcast. It keeps coming back and we're getting so near the vote in Scotland, live where we are right now, where the local currency is set to be. <laughs> Nobody knows! <laughs> Which is ironic, because Alex Salmond has been shedding pounds since the campaign began. <laughs> and uh, everyone, like most people, we're worried about, you know, the Welsh. I mean, how are they going to feel growing up in a single-parent family? It's like, <laughs> when England, you will do what we say, Wales. You're not my father. <laughs> Where's Scotland gone? Has he left us? Tell me. <laughs> I'm going to go off the rails now. Imagine if well, Wales goes off the rails after independence. I'm just going to smoke pot in the hills. 
got to be so careful what you say on stage. Apparently Andrew Maxwell, the comedian, just two days ago got a drink poured over his head during his incendiary show where he debates both sides of Scottish independence and someone came up to the stage, used the C word, which I know is not a swear word in Scotland, but this goes out in England too. And, uh, and, uh, poured a drink on his head and walked out. I mean, it's a big subject up here and I don't know a Scottish person that's too proud when they're down the pub. They were, everyone's yes to independence. Yes, of course, yes to independence. It's like 100% of the people. Yes to independence, of course. Look at my killed, I'm Scottish. Yes to independence. Then in the privacy of the voting booth, fuck that, fucking no. Fucking no way. <laughs> Where yes, say no. And uh, unless Boris gets in, of course. What else has been going on? Oh, um, booze. Now, they're talking about putting uh, warnings on booze, right? We're heavy drinking nations, the Scots, the English and the Welsh and the Irish, Northern Irish, we drink a lot. So they're talking about putting warnings on the outside of booze, which of course will have the opposite freaking effect on any normal person from this island. Do it less, I'll do it more then, prick. <laughs> the energy of these islands is if you push down on something hard enough, bang, it comes up the other side. That's why we're so sexually messed up. That's why we have the highest teenage pregnancy in Europe, because most of our culture is in the corner of the room there is alcohol, drugs and sex, my 16 year old. You're not allowed to look in the box. You're not allowed to refer to the box. And if you touch the box, I'll be furious. Now, I'll just be in the other room for two years. Right? <laughs> Average teenager. <laughs> Other countries get it right because they teach things and talk about things and have things more in your, but we like to suppress, warning, say no. Has the complete opposite freaking effect. I mean, that's why we, that's why Brits can't be trusted in all you, I, I dread weddings where it's a free bar. There's always a fight because, or you go to Thailand where the booze is cheap and it was like 500 baht, drink as much as you like. And you know, the European people are going, do you know what, I could drink and have more, but I feel slightly sick and violent, so I'm going home. Good night, everyone. <laughs> You say, all you can drink today from Essex. I'm sorry, mate, do you want to fucking say that again, yeah? Do you hear that, lads? No one stops till we're in profit. No one, right? <laughs> Even if Gary dies. Cover him in Sambuca, light him, flight him off down the river. That's what he would have wanted. <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, it leads to the sexual problems we've, we, we, we've, we've got. I mean, a lot of the problems I think we've got with teenage uh, pregnancy and, so, and these kind of social malfunctions because we drink too much freaking booze. And I know we're going to talk about this, the summer of shame that these islands have experienced from all corners, starting with the Mangaloof girl, who, if you didn't follow the story, and uh, I apologise for any younger listeners, she uh, was set a challenge of, how can I put this, uh, how many men she could fillet in a minute, right? <laughs> to win a cocktail, right? She did 24 men in a minute. Now there is shock silence in the room because we all know the national average is 30, it's disgusting. She let the whole, she let the whole country down. 24 dicks to go. I got 24 dicks to go. And, uh, Kiefer Sutherland was at the side of her going, bloom, bing, That concludes the week's news. Okay, so let's, out of our clowns and jesters, let's see what's taken their fancy. Please welcome to the stage, Phil Wang. <laughs> Alex Edelman. And Carl Donnelly. Okay, so I've tried to be as comprehensive as uh, my nan's car insurance there. <laughs> so, uh, What's taking your fancy? Um, we're obviously we're in the, the Edinburgh Hour format, so a concise debate, please, guys. It doesn't have to be anything from there. It can be... Uh, I should just say, um, not all of our guests are from the United Kingdom. Where are you from? Uh, if you'd like to tell everyone where you're from, Alex? Uh, take a guess. 
<laughs> Everyone's too scared you're from Canada. Uh, I'm, from, I'm, from, I'm from the United States. I'm from, so someone uh, from the US on the panel, ladies and gentlemen. International Ooh. opinion. <laughs> Any Americans in? You. <laughs> nice we have got someone threats. from... All right, thank you so much for having me, Russ. I really appreciate it. We've got someone from Czech Republic in. <laughs> Okay, anyone k- kick off? There's no, there's no running order. Anyone who wants to throw a story in, and when it's done, it's done. Be ready, audience, with your questions. Do grill us, expose our ignorance. If you think we've picked it just because we want to be amusing about it, feel free to call us on it. <laughs> well, I suppose we might as well start with the big blue elephant in the room of uh, Scottish independence. Okay, let's go there. Let's go there. I'm for it! I'm not even going to bother with the show of hands because everyone will just say yes. And, uh... <laughs> I think as an English guy, an American guy, and a Malaysian guy, I think we have the right to talk about whether or not Scotland should be in the UK or not. Um, I I really don't want Scotland to leave. Scotland is like England's tough friend that keeps us from getting beaten up. (laughs) I I never thought of that. If they leave, Germany's just going to shove us in a locker. (laughs) That's the the one thing stopping Putin. He arrives on his top-lit horse, and Glaswegian's like, you fucking sure about that, mate? (laughs) If you ever leave, we kill the English. <laughs> I've been seeing a lot of um, yes stickers. I've seen no no stickers. I think is it more dangerous to put up a no? I'm assuming all the windows without a yes are a no. <laughs> yeah. Is that the case? <laughs> you don't want to put no on your window on a, on a high street on a Friday night. I will just say that as so again, I'm an American, but independence from England has worked for us big time. <laughs> <laughs> So that's from that's it, Scotland. Do you want to become the next America? Yeah. Think it's a, hard. It's, it's rough going early, but you get um, Forrest Gump like 200 years in, so it's pretty good. But it's it's. I mean, because I, I my my family's Irish, so I'm not a fan of any sort of colonialism. Uh, so I, I I think independence should happen, but I don't really believe a lot of this sort of uh, you know the way they're talking is if if you get rid of us you're going to be millionaires in two hours. Like the way they talk about this oil money, it's like it's going to be Brewster's millions or something. <laughs> Everyone will just get a check and you'll be like, Whoa! it's like, it's like in all the iron brew you can drink forever. <laughs> the streets will floor with iron brew. People canoeing in it like that after independence. <laughs> but no, I am actually, I'm for, I think it should be independence. So but I, 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 I totally understand the fear of uh, the, the you know, economic, you know, it could go wrong, you don't know, but if there is all this money, then fucking go it's for it. Exactly it's worth taking a punt, isn't it? It's not exactly going right in Britain overall, is it? Yeah. I'm trying to get off this wave we're riding at the moment, Scotland, <laughs> of recession. <laughs> Has anyone tried to go the other way? What do you mean? Become less independent? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Canada, Canada, Canada yes. did it, didn't it? Canada was considering becoming part of the US at one point. There was a vote, like, a few years I, I don't think we'd take them. No? We don't like ice hockey that much. There'd be no way that we'd absorb Canada. But, like, what if you guys spread Scotland around... What, vote for dependence in Denmark or something? Or, yeah. uh, apparently, Iceland is the place to go at the minute, isn't it? They've got this sort of new revolution where they've taken over their own banks. and So maybe Scotland should just... Maybe it's a lie. Scotland are trying to get independence, but secretly having it off with Iceland. <laughs> I knew it. I bloody knew it. <laughs> what do you... Are you... Pro and a lot of people aren't willing to say that. Like, I'm always nervous. I mean, we have, we're an afternoon audience uh, as we're recording this, so I feel a bit safer. But you have to be careful, actually, stating well, your I mean, opinion. We're definitely outnumbered. Um, I, I'm are going... we outnumbered by no's or yeses? Well, that's the thing. The no's aren't going to put their stickers on their chests, as it were. Mm. And the yeses will come and pour beer on my face. Um, but I, th- I think we should stay together. I think it's a, it's a charming love-hate relationship. You know, you've got your, your, your goofy fat guy, we've got our goofy fat guy, it works. 
Um, I'm a bit scared about Boris taking over, though. Mm. Um, I think people, people kind of go, oh, he's silly, he's such a silly guy. Boris Johnson's greatest um, trick was convincing the world he's an idiot. Yeah. He's actually a very clever guy. He's basically the Joker. I don't know. He's really he's really committed to that role. <laughs> it's like Brando. He's really he's really see, this is a long con if he's trying to he's trying to convince everyone just, he's an idiot. Still, yeah, just because someone looks funny. I mean, let's never forget Robert Mugabe's comedy moustache. <laughs> <laughs> Such a different man on the inside. I'm not suggesting Boris is like Robert Mugabe. <laughs> I just know that when 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 Boris is stuck on that zip line, everyone's pointing up, laughing at him, and he's just going, ah, that's right, laugh it up. Such, it's all. Jammed the zip wire on purpose to add to his sort of shabby, yeah, he shabby just, vulnerability. He just shoved his finger in there and took the hit. <laughs> so you're, you're not willing to say pro or pro or anti then? Um, I'm, 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 I'm for the stay together. I think. What, yeah, Alex, you're the, and now, what's, do people think about what do people think about this in the US then? Or that, do they think, oh, how queen? To, to be honest, world? I don't think. I think you'd say, yeah. I'd say half the people, half the people think that you guys um, should shouldn't be independent, and the other half um, don't know that you aren't already. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Do they pronounce it Scotland? Scotland. Yeah. Scooterland. I'm half Scottish myself. Um, what I mean. Feel free to abstain, room. I'm going to ask in a Dimbleby fashion, just by a show of hands, um, who it will. Who intends to vote yes? Good for one, you. Wow. <laughs> Good for you. There was one over Look here as well. No, put that back up. Put it back up and be proud. Good for you. Just one Morag McOrkney in the corner there. Uh, we got, no, we got two more over there. Oh, so there's a, couple of a grand total of three. Who's, who's abstaining because we're in a public room and doesn't want to say? Be honest. That's no one. So am I to assume that everyone else who has the ability to vote will vote, stay uh-huh. together? Everyone else. Amazing. Wow. So the yes voters are out having fun. They're probably watching a Scottish show with Scottish comedians. It's <laughs> <laughs> so really disgusting. What? Well, oh, this is the fringe. They're probably all English anyway in the audience. They're probably all comics. Well, that's, a good, that's a good point, actually. Uh, but just by way of cheering, Scottish people in the audience, give me a cheer. <laughs> Happy is that. And the English people? Yeah! Well, it's definitely more elitist. <laughs> So if anyone's got any uh, questions to prompt us with and drive the debate forward, we've given our top-line opinions of Scottish uh, independence. Throw anything in. Uh, what do you think the currency should be if they do go independent? Yeah, Hannah, would you like to take that? Is Scotland... Now, there's this argument that Scotland has helped to build the pound as much as England has. Therefore, they're entitled to... Like a moody girlfriend taking a <laughs> seat. Half <laughs> my, I chose that wallpaper. Even if you paid for it, it's still my decisions. I'll cut your clothes off with a Stanley knife. Her... Yeah. <laughs> what I've been out with over and over and over again. Or is it, is it part of uh, sort of the British Union and should stay with the nations that decide to be united by that? I think they should um, go for Edinburgh Flyers as their uh, <laughs> currency. <laughs> the five million that are left after the festival. <laughs> Just write a little number on it and... You know, you make up the amount. How much is that Mars bar? Well, it's 11 Alan Davies. <laughs> <laughs> there'd, be, there'd be conversion rates between different comedians. Yeah, of course. Yeah, based on how many stars you got throughout the festival. If you have a really good festival, you're like a proper good note. But if you have a shocker, it's like, you can't even fucking, it's like Zimbabwean dollars. It's got my shows like, well, you know, I've got a thousand Carl Donnelly's just to put, buy you could, a you could put spurious- pack of crisps. 
you could put spurious reviews on then to do, to do like quantitative easing to up the kind of <laughs> I've got Broadway Baby and New Line and EdFringeFestival.net, so I'm shining. Uh, what about you, Phil? What currency should they have? Um, the Scottish pound, the, just the spound. That's a, <laughs> and the symbol can, well, because the Scottish flag is the cross of St. George tilted. So then you can just have the... the letter. I'll tell you what, this is a liberal audience. you found their line. It's a few more yes right, That's a limit. That's a limit there? Okay. Flags. Flags is a limit. Okay, cool. Yeah, spound. Go for the spound. The spound sounds good. Um, You're going to say the dollar on you, Alex? No, I was going to say the euro. Uh, yeah? Ooh. Whoa, people genuinely got upset by that. Mm. Yeah, use the euro. They are nice notes. It's an up-and-coming currency. So my, my dad, though, so I don't want to say nasty things about uh, my dad, but do you know what? I paid for my house doing it, so I'll crack on. <laughs> but uh, my, when, when it was considered that Britain might join the Euro a few years ago, my dad said, why would I want less of one thing when I could have more of the other? And that was his total reflection on currency. was the fact that even if one might be worth more, I would have less of it in the end. Therefore, I want greater quantity of the other thing with a different name. It's my dad. That and nuke the whole of it was the other one of my dad. <laughs> nuke it, sir. Nuke Island, boy. That's a <laughs> Uh, right, well, um, I, 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 for the record, I, I, I'm in the better together, just purely because of, oh, yeah, obviously you spend enough time in Edinburgh coming up here and doing the festivals and it's sort of weaving into your DNA and part of your career. It feels like part of the family, so even though I do live yeah. south of the border... I think they'll still let us in each yeah. year. It's not like, if they get independence, we're going to have to like, fucking tunnel in like fucking Hamas. <laughs> I, I quite like the idea of, um, of border, of border control. It would mean like Englishmen, we would become like exotic foreigners to Scottish girls. Because <laughs> Englishmen are so strange and other. <laughs> the Scottish girls would fancy us at last. Yeah, no, I, I'd be, I mean, just, no, what I mean is sometimes if you make a comment and you're English, people are like, what's it got to do with you? You're not Scottish. I mean, yeah, and then just people like Sean Connery going, oh, I think we should have a Caribbean dollar so it would make it easier for me. <laughs> <laughs> so we need, a, we need a headline for the person that... Really... Um, that went very smoothly. Well done, mixed British audience. I was expecting a lot more no jeering. No one died. It's incredible. Um, Scotland, are you independence or out-dependence? <laughs> That's good. I think it's worth a round. Thanks, guys. Any other, any other subjects? I'll take boozing. The boozing. Okay, yes. so that, that's the double, double pronged. We've got uh -huh. the, the, the terrible stories, people falling off balconies, the sexual promiscuity abroad, but also today in the press and yesterday, these, these booze warnings. So what do you think of all that, Alex? Um, I think it's awesome. Uh, I think it'll finally make drinking cool. Well, this is the worry. This no. is the worry, isn't it, though? But yeah, no, this yeah. is a serious worry. You, you, you mentioned to me uh, another time about what's happening in, Ru in Russia. Russia, the yeah. So Russia's um, had the worst alcohol year since the Cold War ended, um, and they have sold out of vodka. People are buying mouthwash in Russia because there is that. Maybe they're just trying to like fucking Putin. And but I think that it is just astounding how much how much people are drinking everywhere. There's higher levels of alcoholism. Well, wasn't it off the back of Russians using warnings and an advertising? Campaign? Oh yeah. They put it on about two or three years ago, and since then there's just been a steady increase. Like, people are just like, my liver can be destroyed, win-win. Like, there's nothing. 
Imagine, they, imagine everything they've done in the last sort of two years. Like, you know, they're growing aggression. It's just because they're pissed. Yeah. <laughs> imagine they wake up in like six months and go, fuck, man, what happened? We invaded Ukraine. <laughs> oh, God. That is a bad What did I do? Did I streak? It's worse, Vladimir. It's much worse. <laughs> I just imagine these Russian soldiers marching, marching into Ukraine just with pristine teeth. Now, just drunk, but with beautiful mouths. <laughs> yeah, I'm being killed, but your breath is so fresh. That's why they took down the plane, by the way, because they're like, there might be something in the minibar up there. Let's go get it. <laughs> So do, you, do, you, do, you, do you live here now, Alex, or are you just visiting? I'm, I'm sp- I spend a lot of time over here. I'm splitting time here between here and New York. And uh, the culture of drinking here is just Quality. sensational. I'm sorry. So do you think do you think that knowing what you know about the way English and Scottish people are and Welsh people that if you tell us not to do something we will do it more for, as an outsider. I mean that's my instinct is we're the eternal teenagers on this island and we don't like too much nanny stating and we'll just do the opposite. Yeah, uh, no one tells me what to do is a very very compelling reason to go do exactly that. I couldn't imagine Americans be like no one should drink. Okay then, I love my president. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Americans are known for being polite and obedient. <laughs> is that, but the thing, that thing, I just found out right before this about the amount of, that is a lot of dicks. Oh, yeah. Oh, the Magaluf girl. <laughs> that's, that's, like, that's like a dick for every hour of the day. No, but so, I've, I've, got, I've got a different opinion on this. I think she did 24 in a minute. And that is none in of a them, minute? None, yeah, but none of them are official blowjobs. Like that's, she's okay. done less than a full one blowjob. <laughs> So I think, you know, I think we've been too harsh on her, personally. <laughs> well, genuinely, that's not, put touching it with your, with your mouth isn't a full blowjob. So the cumulative effect. I've had more blowjobs than like, I It's not I like hope. a push-up, Carl. It's not like, oh, you only went halfway there. No, it is. A blowjob is, a, it, need, it needs to be done long enough that but, it is official. <laughs> it's Ladies. not about them. <laughs> it's not what. about them, it's about her. Is that she had, that's a lot. Yeah, but they're not f- just in and out. But also, also it's, like, it's like three second rule, you know. This sometimes it's <laughs> <laughs> rules. Bill, back me up here, man. <laughs> no, if, 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 if you see the video, you can. If you watch, <laughs> I'll send you. I'll send you the link. It's quite hard to find, but if you're dedicated, it's. It's if you there. watch the tape, you'll see very clearly. Well, it's just her running around, slapping pixelated. Penises into her mouth. It's all pixels around. All, all I could think was that they're all oh, Japanese. I saw the, I saw the unpixelated. <laughs> oh, you got the. I found the unpixelated one. Okay, the day after okay, it okay. happened. It doesn't matter if she did it like like a like a hot dye eating contest. Like also, everyone, like, I know to get serious though. All the all the criticism has been about her. There's been hardly any of 24 you. dickheads who were sort of trying ladies. to push the cock in a girl's mouth. I'm not even judging her. I'm almost impressed. <laughs> yeah, that's right, yeah. You know what? But the year I'm having, I bet I would have been dude number 25. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that can't be the minute. I was the only one with a boner. <laughs> yeah, so why, why, is it, why is it more shocking what she did than being one of the guys with your genitals fully exposed in a bar? Waiting for a random blowjob. This is a bit of a one-sided judgment, but it is. But I think it's worse. It's worse, Russell. It's worse to be the man. So you'd rather suck twenty-four dicks and have your dicks up? Well, she's a star. They're just one of twenty-four supporting actors. True, true. She's the headliner, heading liner, giving headliner. (laughs) 
Um, but the point is, it's the, it's the booze that leads to it. I mean, if that happened sober, it would be seriously wow. impressive. <laughs> it would be a sort of performance art piece, I think. That's <laughs> yeah. Because you see that on the mile, and people go, oh, very... <laughs> The, uh, for our listeners, that's the Royal Mile in Edinburgh where there's lots of people selling their shows and doing lots of bits of theatre that was just cruelly mocked by Phil Wang. <laughs> I, think it's, I, think it's a, I think it's a right Christian thing to do. But, see, see we, have this, we have this perception, uh, Alex, that people are, don't drink as wildly in America. I know you still mm-hmm. have spring break, piss in my face, and all that stuff. <laughs> but you, it's not like just every weekend in every town of every of every county and the, the evidence for me is and I know this from my American friends male and female and from my British friends that have dated American people American people don't need to be drunk to go on a date like an American guy can walk up to someone sober and say hey you're, you're kind of swell what do you think Biff and Scooter and then they'll go out <laughs> and then they'll go out on it they'll go out on a date whereas British people have to be so drunk we're dragging ourselves across the dance floor going I can see two of you but if I can put something in one of you it's going to be a cracking night <laughs> But the flip side of that is that Americans don't need to be drunk to look like idiots abroad. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like, I see people, like, I saw an American on the Royal Mile on the first day of the Fringe. Like, an American what, sorry? American on the Royal Mile. It was the first day of the Fringe. And he was just, this is the Royal Mile he's walking out, just going, Castle! And it, by the way, it says a lot more about Scottish people than it does about Americans, though, because no one was helping this guy. <laughs> but yeah, we look like, and I, but I get it. Like, if you're abroad, I'm sure, though, that there are, even though there are, I'm sure, a lot of Brits being bad ambassadors and giving bad names, there are just as many who are just mortified by those Brits. Like, if you're at Machu Picchu, you don't want to see someone, like, singing, like, Vindaloo or something like that. <laughs> well, yeah. Speak for yourself. I <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's an important point. I think is it's as long as it's if it when it's it's like into annoying other people, I think that's when it's the problem. But you know, these I've been I've been, I went on lads' holidays from the age of eighteen to twenty-one. One Tenerife, two Magaluf's guys, um, and you know there was no no one else. The only other people that went in get the odd sort of German, the odd sort of guy. But everyone was there to get pissed but, in an enclosed space. The local businesses were getting supported, and as long as you weren't hurting anyone I don't think you're actually doing anything but what wrong. I want to get to Carl is why do we as a culture seem to need to drink more because it's socially fun. relaxed it's really Americans, fun Canadians I mean what's it like in Malaysia um, we just eat all the time <laughs> <laughs> noodles are our beer <laughs> he's off our head on noodles he sucked 24 noodles up in like one minute <laughs> I don't know if you've ever had a teriyaki shot, but <laughs> it is something else, man. But is there something about British culture where, is, there, is it the uptightness? Is it, is it we're shy? Are we, is there something morally wrong? There must be something there for us to have this teenage pregnancy rate that's so high, for us to have these binge drinking problems. What is, what's driving it? I think it's a social thing. I think it's a friendly thing. Drinking, drinking in the UK for hundreds of years, as I understand it, has been a social endeavor people get together and do it and so people just want it's all about love and when you when you drink too much it's about love from 24 different kinds of strangers always <laughs> <laughs> maybe this we got nothing else anymore you know we used to be the powerhouses of the world and we've lost slowly and surely we've lost everything so now this is the one thing we've got that we can kick the shit out of any country <laughs> so we're just going to do it right innit? and we're going to travel with it <laughs> we're going to invade the world pissed <laughs> 
Do you know one thing pissed me off though about that article that uh, that that you're referencing is the British uh, the Gar- it was an article in the Guardian from a couple days ago I guess and the frame of reference for the article was that the German newspaper Bild published this sort of like uh, mocking condemnation of British tourists or something like that and had some really I thought like over the line offensive stuff like as if the Germans have been really good tourists over the last hundred years or so <laughs> like I don't think it's for the oh. I don't think it's for them to say. They also drink more per head, Germany, than, than Brits. Is that right? I think, I think we're not, like, I think we're like number, f- I don't even think we're in the top five, maybe, in Europe. It's just that we, just when we do it, we then impregnate each other. <laughs> and uh, smash the place up. But I actually think in terms of consumption, we're, not that, t- we're not that high. I don't know if you remember an experiment that was done a few years ago. It was, it was on TV as well, where they had five different na- groups of different nationality people staying in the same hotel fly on the wall and they run the same experiments on that. One was an actor who was a thief. Um, the booze case was left unlocked and it was so you see how Japanese people would react, how American people would react. And it was, it was just so crushing. Because like, you see the party starting the night before and then it sort of, it cuts to the next morning where the Japanese people are slightly hung over and the American people go, whoa buddy, how many buds did you have? And the British people are still up from the night before. And you're trying three buds all night. <laughs> We're unable to sort of budget ourselves when something's unlimited. The Chinese buffets are no better experience for the average <laughs> I will eat until my pancreas fails. In, in Chinese culture, when you're eating a shared dinner, you're meant to leave a little piece of food on each dish. Because that, that means you're done. If, you, if the dish is empty, that means you want more. Right. And so if, so if a British person went to China, they'd just be getting plates and plates of food. like, they're not leaving anything. Just so the dicks would have just kept coming. Yeah, China. yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, that lot, let's bring more immediately. A, a Chinese girl would have done 23 and everything would have been understood. <laughs> just one, she's done politely. Finished. Just one dick left on the plate. I think she's finished. <laughs> oh, I just thought the plated dick. <laughs> I think we should open this out. Uh, we've, got, we've got lots of different uh, nationalities in the room. Um, English, Welsh, uh, Scottish, Czech Republic. <laughs> What's everyone think about this? Um, we haven't really gone into the notion of putting warnings on alcohol as well. Do people think it would work? How would we do it? How do we stop people drinking? Has anyone got any opinions or questions for any of these brains up here? Does the paddle over drink? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let, we've not oh, talked yeah. about our personal uh, drinking habits. An excellent question. So, is there hypocrisy going on on today's panel, Carl? What's your drinking? Well, no, I, I, I'm defending the right to get shit-faced. Uh, but but I, what does I, a vi- you're vegan, right? So, how does a vegan get pissed up? What do you uh, drink? Well, I, my, I, can, I can drink certain beers, certain wines. My beer is the only ones I can't really drink, like Cronenberg, uh, Carlsberg. Why, why, what's in Cronenberg? Uh, Carlin, sorry. Um, it's, they use fish scales in the filtering process. No way. That is true, just in case anyone's drinking a Cronenberg. Uh, a lot of cheap wines. Jacob's Creek, they're filtered through fish. Um, yeah, Watch, if you're, I mean, even if you're a vegetarian, that's, you should check this That's stuff. why Jacob Sweet's so good with endangered tuna. It tastes amazing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, I, despite having a very healthy uh, diet, I overdrink massively. That is massively. my... Do you think you're compensating? Because you're a vegan, you're denying yourself some of the other naughty things in life. You, you, you yeah, maybe. Like, but I thought, no, I think, because I've always had a very bad lifestyle like drinking, smoking uh, and I used to eat very badly I thought look I've got to take one of these out of the game (laughs) so I went vegan and now I can function with the other two bad habits and still be relatively healthy you're looking good very very svelte Mm. Um, what about you Alex? Um, I think I drink just the right amount Uh, but (laughs) but the staff at four of the five largest venues in Edinburgh have disagreed on several occasions (laughs) 
<laughs> so I've been forcibly ejected from the Guild of Bloom last year, very memorably. Uh, I, I think I've got a, I think I've got a handle on it. Um, on a couple nights, a couple handles uh, on it. But I, 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 oh no, not anymore because alcohol is expensive. Mm. And sometimes that for me has been a really effective measure against getting me to drink lots of alcohols that I just run out of money. So do you I mean that? Does that mean then that right putting tax on alcohol, raising the price of it, would be a, a way of getting people to not drink so much that they? It would help? cut down on drinking. Uh, <laughs> You're shaking your head. I'm not now. sure. <laughs> people would just be just as drunk, but just poorer. I mean, just drunk. Yeah, or just buy both. But I think it's the way they do it. They did a test. It's done on units. So like the big two liters of cider would cost as much as a sort of me, you know, medium price bottle of wine. So actually they reckon that it would force people out of that cheap booze world and have to start, you know, picking their drinks more. I watched a documentary about it, it was fascinating. It actually did stop uh, groups of people drinking to the excess that they did. In the in the paper today they are were saying that we if we ordered at the pub we, if we had to order in units instead of got so you had to say, I'll have a unit and a half of wine please <laughs> that we would psychologically we would tend to drink less. What do you think? Or, or go, hey, I'll have nine units, please. Legend! <laughs> <laughs> right, where did I park? That's why they call me the unit. <laughs> what about you, Phil? Are you angelic when you're, uh, well, normally, and at the fringe? How much well, you're drinking? Dep- it depends how, how my show's gone that day. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if I've had a bad show, I like to drown my sorrows. And if I've had a good show, time to party. <laughs> so, uh, it's pretty consistent all the way through. So you're, are your parents Malaysian then? What's a typical Malaysian? Oh, my, da- my dad's Malaysian, yeah. So what's the t- what do people get drunk in, in Malaysia? Is it a beer? Oh, very little, because um, we have something called Asian flush. I don't know if you've heard of that. Um, so a lot of East Asian, especially Chinese people, have um, lack an, an enzyme that breaks down alcohol. No way. And so it affects us very quickly. Scotland got immunity many years ago. <laughs> The Scottish shipped them to one island and exploded it. <laughs> no way. Yes, so my, my dad can have a, a, a glass of a beer and he's dancing on the ceiling. You know? um, yeah, so we, we, we're very economical about it, as we are with most so the things. En- so if you could harness that enzyme and put it in a shot, it would be like a super shot, wouldn't it? Yeah. Because you'd do it and you'd just be off Well, if head. everyone was given it as like a sort of, when you're 12, and that meant your tolerance was so low, you just wouldn't need to drink as much. You'd be the lacto-free of alcohol. Yeah. You just put it in there and you drink it without getting. But then, what's the point? Then it's then it's Coca-Cola. Well, they 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 are developed. This is another story that's just been running. They've developed a, a chemical that suppresses the very very drunken effects of alcohol. So if you're feeling a bit out of it, you can do a shot of this and you feel a bit more sober. So it raises the prospect that you can drink called, as much as you would like. It's called cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, wouldn't know about things like that. <laughs> Okay, um, we probably need to get moving on to the, to the last story, so we just need a headline from, uh, from the booze. Alex? Mm. Yeah, yeah, go. So, so other people can read it as opposed to my scrawl. It's like it was found in a cave. <laughs> oh, it's one big letters. Two for one. No, two for. Twenty-four. Twenty-four with three exclamation points. See? Twenty-four. I'm so well trained by the Scottish, I actually read two for one there. <laughs> Okay, we've got time for one more story. I'm surprised no one's picked up on my lead story. Is it, is it well, it was the, the one about how uh, sense of humour is picked again as the most that? attractive thing. Yeah, I think I it's think it's important. worth talking about. Girls, for anyone I'm straight with these mannerisms. Because yeah. I think the cynic would say that's a lie, and they would say that women are attracted to money. 
but I think we can all attest to working <laughs> in comedy. You know, I know a lot of comedians who have lovely wives, girlfriends, partners, and they are, you know, these comedians are ugly motherfuckers. <laughs> like, I'm talking, they are just, you know, sweaty monsters. And like, they've got these amazingly, like, you know, supportive and nice people with them. So I think it must be true because... But that, I mean, that's just, that's just saying, oh, women aren't just attracted to looks, though. It's not the same as... No, but I mean, like, they, so these guys I'm talking have got nothing else. <laughs> all, they've got is, all they've got is a sense of humour. I mean, if it came down, if there were two guys equally yeah. ugly in your example, and one was sort of revving the Lamborghini and the other was just a really warm guy and funny, the warm, funny, ugly guy is going to pull more than the powerful Lamborghini. According to this, maybe not pull, but maybe uh, have a sustained relationship. Because hmm. you've got, you can just, you can talk better, innit? How long you, what, what are you going to talk about? You can't talk about a Lamborghini forever. I mean, I reckon Speaking you get a good three, three to six years out of it. But um, no, I, 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 I'm a believer in it. I think it's, uh, I think it's really good. I also, I didn't realise that financial stability was so high up on the list. I didn't think anyone cared about that, really. I was surprised to see that it was high up on both lists. Even men want a woman who's financially you know, good with their money, which you know, I yeah. think that's weird, because I'm terrible with money as well as is my girlfriend, so we're both just like <laughs> so, know, But both, you know, can drop a good funny now and again. Um, we're skin. <laughs> I was crying until you did the clown noise there, Andrew. <laughs> Have we got a question? Have we got a question or a comment? Well, that's, oh yeah, it's a, uh, an audience member has challenged me to do a, I don't a think survey. I don't think that's fair. I don't think that will actually work because the reason I don't believe the survey is because okay. I think we'll do that, it's like the, I think, I think it's like the person who says, I think it's like the person who says they're going to vote, uh, vote yes for right. Scotland, for Scotland. And then they go in there and they vote, they vote for, like in public, people are like, oh yeah, I love a sense of humor. But behind closed doors, they're like, money. Do you think? Do you think that's the same in the States, though, as it is here? It might be different in America. I don't know. We're certainly not a money culture in the United States. <laughs> <laughs> There's no capitalism. It's like a utopia. <laughs> I'm, I really hope it's true. I, I basically invest £6,000 a year in getting laid. Um, so I, <laughs> do you drop a budget? <laughs> Next year, I might have to go free fringe. Yeah, we'll see. And because the returns are not up to scratch. I'm, I'm going to be... I, I don't know. I think I, I think I disagree. My experience of women, which isn't as wide as it probably should be, <laughs> still, it's all right. Um, because I am straight, I just have to keep putting that out there. It's not immediately obvious. Random. <laughs> And just amongst the ladies we have, or the single ladies, or amongst the ladies in the audience, who ranks uh, a sense of humour? And we're not, it's not, we're not voting that wealth in a shallow way, just a, a man that is secure in his life and in his financial life and stable in that sense. Who, who would find a sense of humour preferable to a financially secure gentleman? Is there anyone in the... Well, it's quite a lot of girls. See? Because the thing is, even when you're skin, if you're laughing, you can laugh, right? Yeah. There's plenty of rich, miserable people out there. How long can you laugh under a bridge? <laughs> Depends how cheap the meth is. <laughs> <laughs> I 
So, I mean, I, I wondered, I don't know what you think, my theory is, for this, for, there's just a small survey of, of women in the room and the, the people were saying this online, there must be something very powerful about someone that can make someone else laugh. I'm sure it, it works to an extent the other way around as well. A woman with a vivacious, funny personality is always going to be attractive. So what is it about being amusing that in the past, as the genes were being selected as we were mating, thought, yeah, this is an important thing for a human being to be. What is it about humour that's just attractive it's to confidence. women? Let's see if three men can work it out. I think it's just an element of confidence. I think confidence is very attractive, and I think being funny is a very like, distinct type of that. Like, especially, you know, I don't know, I think if you see, I find it very attractive if you see a woman like, who can almost like, be really funny in a group and like, hold court and stuff. It's almost like, it's a bit intoxicating. And then also, it, that you want, you want to sort of see if what that is like on a one-on-one basis. <laughs> that sounded much creepier than I meant, by the way. <laughs> what I meant is, Carl, you know what I mean? It's intriguing. it's intriguing. And I also think that sort of goes for comedians, essentially. I suppose, I imagine it's, you know, you don't have to be that good looking. If you can hold a room full of people's attention and then make them laugh, I imagine there might be some people that would be attracted to that and sort of almost get a bit caught up in the idea. It, well, of it's addictive, isn't it? I think when you, when you laugh, you get a dopamine, dopamine release. Yeah. And so you, people yeah. get addicted to dopamine releases. Very so we're, like, we're like drug dealers, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, fucking tuck you, in. Is that your, that's Phil's chat up line. Would you like some dopamine? It's <laughs> 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 worked for me. Nah. It's called the three-second rule. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think seriously though, that, that, is a, that is a really good point. I think that money doesn't tell you anything about a person other than that maybe they work uh, as a banker. Uh, but laughter tells you a lot about whether, because uh, people who, who are funny, there's a sense of empathy, uh, there's a sense of definitely a sense of confidence, and there's a sense of dexterity. People, people know that you're, that you're sort of intellectually nimble in a way. And so people are very, so being funny isn't just like, oh, this person knows a dick joke. It's also like, this person is a, a intricate thinker. This person has something to offer uh, besides uh, a limbo. That was getting me hot just listening to it, Alex. I don't know anyone else. <laughs> um, has anyone got any uh, comments? Any and ladies with views on this? Anyone who's anti the other way? I wonder if it's because girls can make their own money now. They don't need the men's. Right. <laughs> Preach, sister. Preach there. There's a sister preaching on the caning. I'd, I'd love to see your, your, your relationship with your boyfriend. Just you throwing ten pound note to him <laughs> as he makes jokes. Go on, monkey. What? So, so your assertion is that after after feminism and women standing on their own two feet, the personality traits of men have become more important than they say that were a hundred years ago. If we'd done that survey, perhaps humour wouldn't have been at the top, do you think? Yeah, because you can make your own financial security. You don't need a man to do it for you anymore, so you look for something different. Excellent point. What do you think of that, point. guys? Yeah. Right on. We're a bunch of sponges, so you're only going to get agreement from us. I <laughs> <laughs> want a rich hot girl to leech from. That'll be the end of my laughing horse gigs next year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel so emasculated. Right, where's my FIFA? <laughs> What do you think of that? I mean, what, do you think it could be the, the, the dawn of the, the, the post-feminism and, uh, and therefore men... It could be the house husband, but your only role is that you just got to make them laugh when they come yeah. from work. You're just sitting there in the corner in your fucking like, clown costume. <laughs> I've been working on these bits all day, honey. I'll just do the hoovering. Oh, that's so hot, yeah. It's an American girlfriend there. So you, you don't think uh, you don't think I could I could go over to to California for example and go around saying look I'm uh, I'm completely I'm not very 
rich, I don't have much money, but and then I could use my personality and the girls would be like, you know what, it's, it's okay, you don't have a dollar. It's so hot, yeah, oh God, yeah, you dirty bastard, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I might have muddled up American porn there with. <laughs> you dirty dog. Yeah. What do you, so you think, you think America's a bit more capitalist? Than well, I think, I think if you did that anywhere other than California, <laughs> I think you would, but those, they're not real people in California. No. It's, just, it's just makeup and clothes. If you go over the, on the Johnson's white, there's the nothing men. underneath. I think, yeah, I think, I think humor definitely goes a long way, but I, I do think you need someone as a partner. You need someone who can... Pro- <laughs> Someone's making a girl laugh there in an attempt to pull her in the audience. <laughs> There's a guy just doing? whispering puns behind us shortly before mounting. Put your money where your mouth is, so to speak. <laughs> um, so, have any of, I was interested if any of you guys have ever used humour in that, in that way, sort of thing, right? This girl, not attracted to me, but like, maybe before your stand-up days or if you're not known as a stand-up, and you sort of manipulate the atmosphere a little bit to try and shine amongst some other guys. Have you ever used humour on the pool? That's what we want to know. Every, everyone has, haven't they? That's what, yeah, you can't. Who's trying to pull just like that? <laughs> 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 yeah, I think you have to. I think it is that, but it's, that, it's not, not going down the sort of cynical route of, I've, I mean, I've not read it, but I've heard about the rules, that book, The Game, which, is a, which was written as like a pickup artist thing. And apparently you know that guy's they, they do a thing called going. negging, which is where you sort of, gently prod and insult a woman to make them sort of go, no, shut up. And then suddenly, you know, next week, you know, you're having it off. But... Does that um, work? Does that work, though? Well, I don't, I don't know. Apparently it does. But um, I think there's a... I think you always use a bit of humour and sort of have a little bit of a, a laugh. And, you know, you know, you can sort of poke fun at yourself and them and just that makes you both feel much more comfortable. Next week, you know. It's tough you're in Pum Pum Town. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. <laughs> Just so you all know, I didn't plan it, and it came out anyway. Touch your toe bar, you're in pool pool town. <laughs> I think maybe we're not giving women enough credit, because it's not just like it's not just up to us whether how funny you are. You won't, no. you, you go for someone whose sense of humor matches up to yours. No, mate, I don't know if you know how funny I am. I'm really, yeah, I'm really good in banter <laughs> chats. <laughs> no, I know totally. I don't know if anyone's done a Foster's Award nominated comedy <laughs> <laughs> to a woman. They literally that. Pants explode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, has anyone have you ever told an outright lie when you're on the all ever about what you do for a living, where you're from? Ever made something up to try and make yourself more interesting or less interesting in my case because it can be threatening? You know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've, I've jokingly done it. If I'm, I've jokingly been with uh, comedian friends who are. Famous, famous, and like, and fans will come up and start chatting. Girls will be chatting up, and I always just pretend to be their agent for some reason, and just start talking about the business and all this. Just like, I don't know why, I just find it funny to to just lie, <laughs> but then not with any end game. Just I just I think it's nice sometimes. Just to, well, then you can tell them I, I'll make you a star, and then then they'll yeah. they're more likely to get in there. Can I hear that accent again? <laughs> yeah, I'll make you a star. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you're so full of dopamine, kid. You won't know what's hit you. <laughs> Amazing. Um, so, Eddie, come on, this, there's got to be some uh, girls or, or gentlemen with, with uh, comments and questions on this topic. It's, um, it's not on the whole like, sense of humour thing. I no wanted problem. to know what uh, the panellists thought of um, Robin Williams passing away. 
Well, I mean, yeah, I was going to mention it before we started recording, actually. It's, uh, I got the news just before I went to sleep. I don't know, a lot of people saw the thing before we went to bed last night. I actually lost sleep over that. It really disturbed me. And the thing that's disturbed me most, this is not particularly funny and won't make the edit, but for the record, some of the people that have been tweeting stuff today, I think some football dude and some other idiot. Oh, Alan Brazil. Yeah, the good dude from Different Strokes has said the same thing. What does he know? Um, that... Um, you know, it's, it's how selfish people have said that. And the thing I, I would say is what, what I, little knowledge I have about depression and ailments like that is it's just as bad as having some sort of physical ailment, which is a very real prospect of killing, killing you. There's, the choice doesn't really come into it in, in that extent. So that would be my main uh, comment on it. It was obviously in a really bad way. And a light has gone out, particularly like all types of stand-up look up to Robin Williams. Because of, I'm like this high energy comic. I, don't, I might not have the best jokes in the world, but I've, I'm good with my energy on stage. So when I used to watch him, I thought, yeah, that's, that's, that's what I want to borrow from more and more. So for me, it was, it was really upsetting. I don't know what the rest of you guys thought about that. I, I, was, I was devastated. I saw you last night, actually. It's bumped into you, but I yeah. just found out myself, and you were genuinely like, I mean, I was upset, but Alex was really, I could see it. You know, you see somebody's just got some terrible news. Ron Williams saw me once uh, perform. No way. At the, yeah, the, uh, at some comedy club in, in LA. And uh, when I came on stage, I'd never met him before. I, was, I, I didn't even notice that it was Ron Williams until he said something to me. But he went, well, it's clear that you're possessed. <laughs> That's a compliment from him. And I said, uh, can I have your autograph? <laughs> and he went, I'd love to give you my autograph. And then two years later, I was reintroduced to him at the Comedy Cellar in New York City. And he... Uh, and I said, hi, I'm Alex. And he went, do you still have my autograph? And it just blew, oh, don't, oh, no. Let me cry. We're getting but emotional now, man. But he was an amazing, and he had, a, he had a mind like a steel trap, and he knew that everyone wanted uh, an anecdote from him. So uh, he, was at, he was very, very uh, dispensary with those anecdotes. He would, he would always give a moment of his time. He was very good to younger comedians and uh, the people who studied under him, uh, improv guys like Rick Overton and, and guys who are doing an improv show here like Mike McShane, those guys all uh, gave a lot of themselves because Robin always gave a lot of themselves to, to everyone, whether he was street performing or it was on stage or off. And so uh, it's, he's a hugely charitable comedian. Uh, and so it's an absolute loss. Awesome, yeah, absolute rest in peace, man. Well, there we go. I didn't think we'd talk about that. So he's resting well. I'm doing a headline for humor. Um, on what? On, on humour? We need a humour headline. <laughs> um, uh, what, uh, Can I put my funny bone in? Find some fanny, find some funny. <laughs> <laughs> Which, that was kind of bad saying after we just had a really touchy moment about Robin Williams, but <laughs> that's what he would have wanted, guys. <laughs> I've, reduced that, I've reduced that to funny equals fanny, and you said that. <laughs> after talking about one of the legends of comedy, we come back with funny equals fanny. Unbelievable. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we just need to vote for the story of the week because we are, we are out of time. So, is story of, if you think this story of the week, clap and cheer. Independence or outdependence? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing your independence. Is it the alcohol fueled 24? <laughs> Clap and cheer? No. Well, I think uh, it's story of the week by any chance. Funny equals fanny. Yeah! Guys, yeah. I'm ambiguous. The story of the week is funny equals fanny. This has been the Caning. Thank you very much to Phil Wang, Alex Edelman, and Carl Donnelly. Woo! This has been the Caning. See you again. Goodbye.